Greetings, and welcome to Content That Moves, the podcast for brand storytellers who want to create emotional connections with the content they create. We're on a mission to shine a light on the most compelling and effective brand storytelling, and we want to arm you with the insights to create something amazing for your brand. I'm your host, Jesse Raisler, and the podcast is created by Credo Nonfiction, a content studio that moves the needle by moving your audience. Visit credononfiction.com to learn more. In this episode, we're chatting with Kat Stewart, who's been creating stories on behalf of publishers and broadcasters like the New York Times, NBC, Discovery, and most recently, Ariana Huffington's Thrive Global. Kat's led dozens of brand publisher partnerships and offers a unique perspective on what makes for a mutually beneficial storytelling collaboration. Awesome. Well, I'm so happy to have you here today. Thank you. Um, not only because I think you know the work that you've created at various publishers and broadcasters is amazing, but you're also our first guest from the publisher side. We're talking to a lot of people at brands who are doing marketing and working with your equivalent. I'm excited to hear things from your perspective of you know how brands can be great creative partners um, and work together. But I'd love to start out just by hearing a little bit about your background, um, where you've been, and then what your role is at, at Discovery. Today. Sure. Um, so I have been uh, a reporter, a video journalist, a senior producer um, at any number of places ranging. I started off at the New York Sun as a crime reporter, which no longer exists anymore. Um, but uh, I've worked at the St. Petersburg Times as an editor and video journalist, um, and then the New York Times as a senior video producer. And um, and then from there, I moved into the branded world at uh, NBC News uh, and at Discovery. So let's say a brand comes to you and they know they want to start creating editorial style stories, um, and they want to partner with a publisher like you. What should they know out of the gate as like a few best practices for working with a publisher or a broadcaster? Mm, I mean, I think that's that's interesting. I mean, I think that um, they should really I would recommend that they really understand what the publisher does and what the publisher specializes in doing and and how they communicate with their audience and to have a really clear idea of how what they want to do aligns with what the publisher is already doing. I think as a brand, you don't set yourself up for success when you go to a publisher who whose audience doesn't align with yours and whose values don't align with yours. So I think really understanding how the publisher reaches their audience and which audience they reach is going to be the very first step in sort of understanding how you're going to come to a good form of collaboration. Sure. I will say um, one of the things that I've loved about working with Food Network, and full disclosure that Kat and I have worked together on a few different series now, um, both editorial and brand-sponsored, I've really admired, like, even with the brand-sponsored work, how you're very protective of that editorial voice. And I'm hoping you can talk a little bit about why that's important to you, but ultimately how that really serves the brands that you're working with, too. I mean, I think that goes back to the first point that I made, right? We, we, we really try to make sure, first and foremost, that anything, as a publisher, anything that we're doing speaks... Uh, in a true, authentic, and valuable way to our audience. And I think that's, again, that's that's the really key thing to understand when you are a brand and you're coming to a publisher. It's not like going to an agency where 
you are saying, I need you to make this thing for me. And like, here's a list of things that I need you to do. You're going to another organization that has its own values and its own mission and its own ethos. And and really, you're saying, we think the combination of these two things is important. So you have to understand as a brand that, you know, you're going to be working in partnership with someone. And I think that's the best collaborative experiences come about when the brands know that they're working with another brand. Um, and they're, that they're not working with an agency per se. Right. Um, so, um, so yeah, so that they're, they're, it's really the kind of like the melding together of these two value systems. Yeah, very different relationship. I feel like it's far less executional. They're counting on you not only for your audience that you have built in, but also your voice that your audience has come to know and love, exactly. which is why they're there. Exactly. And that's, and that's a conversation that we have all the time that, you know, okay, we're going to advise you, you know, you're going to come and say, hey, you know, we want to do this. And we'll say, okay, great. That's fantastic. Here's how we're going to interpret that through the lens of what we know our audience is interested in, what the, what we know they respond to, and what we think is valuable for them. And it's, it's just really key to remember that, um, that you're going to a publisher for that very specifically. Um, so it's, it's, you know, it's a collaboration where you really have to think about how do those two, two sets of values come together. Sure. That makes great sense. Um, um, let's see, what if there's a brand that's maybe a smaller brand or a nonprofit even that wants to start creating content that feels more editorial in style and has that more journalistic style, but maybe doesn't have the resources to partner with a bigger publisher or a broadcaster like Discovery? What advice would you give them to start creating content on their own that maybe feels more like what a viewer might find on a publisher's platform? I don't really think that now there's much of a barrier to entry. I mean, especially like I work in the food space. The food space is so crowded. There's so many people making food content. It's just coming from everywhere (laughs) all the time. There's a new brand all the time. Um, I think that, you know, I think that the thing that... Um, that any brand can do and any person can do is just really think about, I feel like you just need to take away the, the, the brand briefs and like all of this kind of stuff. And like, what kind of stories do you think are moving your customers? I mean, do we, we do, we do something when we start a new season of any kind of show, um, a digital show where we do an evaluation of what what are the comments that people have left on the videos what's the what's the sentiment analysis in marketing speak mm-hmm. right but like it's really just a lot of these concepts of marketing concepts are really just they're very familiar to people as journalists we just call them something else probably mm-hmm. so you know what is your audience saying? What are your readers and viewers saying? You should be in touch with them and you should know what's moving them. And what y- if you're living the brand, right, y- you should know what's interesting to you. You should know what's what's motivating you. Um, and you should be authentic to that and just think about the way you can do a story that you find engaging and compelling that that moves you and and that makes you feel something so stage one is uh 
think about your own brand, the people who are living your brand, your customers, and what's moving them and motivating them and what's interesting to them. And then stage two is, I think this this question is 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 slightly different than what a journalist would ask, but it's mm-hmm. like, what makes them share stuff? Mm-hmm. You know, what 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 do you share? What motivates you to say this is awesome? Yeah. Um, I I probably can't call out whatever brand it was, that I, but I saw something marketed to me on Instagram the other day, and it was hilarious, and it was for something really innocuous like laundry detergent, uh. and. And I, I was like, I commented on it. And I was like, laundry detergent. I'm commenting on laundry detergent. Why? But it was great. It was a fantastic piece of content. I loved it. So, awesome. yeah. Well, thank you. That's some beautiful advice, I think, to end on. So thanks so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. To see some of the wonderful work Kat's produced for brands like Mercedes-Benz, NBC, and the Food Network, visit catmakesvideos.com. Join us next time when I'll speak with Lou Dubois, the director of editorial content at Hilton from the Sundance Brand Storytelling Summit. Until then, be well, have fun, and tell some amazing stories.